What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the One Small Action Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Freeman, and I really appreciate you stopping in. See, One Small Action is dedicated to those little things that add up over time that create an extraordinary life. And the podcast is dedicated to bringing people on who have taken one small action over time and sharing stories and lessons and learnings in life that have led to small actions creating extraordinary things. This is what I've found out in my 43 years of life thus far, and this is what I want to share with you. So thank you for popping in. If you get some value out of the show, please share the show. That's the only way it grows. I don't market this show whatsoever. So screenshot it, throw it in Instagram, tag me, tell me what you liked so we can bring more of that content. And without further ado, let's get to today's show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to One Small Action. I wanted to take a moment to talk about something that I think about all the time. I talk about all the time, but I really haven't brought it together. Ultimately, when I think about life in general, but just specifically the industry that I work in, which is personal training and nutrition, I think in large part about a triangle. A triangle is the strongest geometrical shape and what they use to build large buildings, effectively called a truss. But ultimately, we use triangles because when you put pressure on any one side, it gets stronger and supported by the other sides. And ultimately, when you look at our life in Three parts, training, nutrition, and recovery, they make up what we would consider our triangle. And ultimately, what I find most often with individuals that I'm working with is that two out of three of those are uniquely not strong, one is often strong. The actual one that people generally have the easiest time with is training. When they stop training, for whatever reason, let's say injury, let's say uh, work gets really busy, let's just say it's that season of life where training is is kind of falling by the wayside. I kind of just went through a season where uh, training was super secondary for me. So I was training significantly less. But oftentimes we'll see this, uh, the pattern of training decreases. So maybe, maybe you were training four days a week and you've dropped down to getting out for walks two to three days a week versus the training you were doing. Often when training decreases, I see an adherence to nutrition increase. If I'm not training, I, I better watch what I eat. Part of that is because when we train hard, we have this reward system. I trained really hard so I could eat this. But part of that is just because at the same time, we're not uniquely as hungry because we're not burning as many calories. And ultimately, we freed up some time, our training time, where in that available time, we notice, hey, we can go shopping, 
Maybe we can cook. Maybe we're not eating on the go. Go back to accelerating training and all of a sudden nutrition begins to kind of take a back seat. Eating on the run, eating on the go, uh, eating out more often because now time is given back to the training protocol and there's less time for the nutrition. Now we're only speaking about two out of three of those triangular components. The third being recovery. The reason I left recovery to last is because recovery is actually the one that I find to be the, the biggest struggle. Recovery could be everything from number of hours you sleep per night, detachment from uh, media sources such as our phone and TV and Netflix. Most of us have TVs in our rooms at this point. This constant connectedness, uh, recovery from a workout. I see people train really hard and just hop in a car and take off. There's very little cool down. There's very little warm up, if any. There's very little stretching protocol. The post-workout meal is often something eating, eaten on the run and forgot about and waited till dinner. Uh, waited? Never mind. Often you wait till dinner. So recovery from a workout, meaning being appropriately hydrated, eating post-workout, the amount of nutrients necessary for glycogen replenishment, the stretching, the warming up, the cooling down, maybe cold water immersion, maybe sauna, maybe certain supplements, but most importantly, sleep, and most importantly, disconnecting some, some form of downregulation. Maybe it's a breath protocol before bed. This, this constant state of fight, or of fight or flight is something that I see many clients living in. We compound that with coffee, guilty, anxiety, maybe through the roof. And the training is up, but the recovery is down and the nutrition is so-so. And we ask ourselves, why are we not getting results? But if you only have one side of a triangle, then it's just really a flat line and it can't really support much. And if you have two sides of a triangle, the triangle, yet again, won't be nearly as strong as it has the capacity to be because it's missing a side. So when weight is pushed down upon it, it doesn't have that third factor pushing against it, making it stronger. Ultimately, for the optimal situation to produce the most optimal benefits, we need all three sides to be optimized, optimized to their greatest capacity. Does that mean it has to be perfect across the board? No. But does it have? But does it mean that there needs to be intention giving to each aspect? Yes. So if you can place some intention toward recovery, toward training, and toward nutrition, your progress will substantially increase. Now, I realize you only have so much time. So we tend to prioritize training. And like I said, nutrition suffers 
and recovery suffers. But that's mainly because what I see is an all or nothing mentality. So we go from no training to five days a week, or we hang out in the gym a little bit longer so it feels like a longer workout. So you got to think like if I have an hour and a half to devote to my overall health and wellness per day, then you could take a look at it and go, okay, I can get a 45-minute training session, 15 minutes of recovery, and 30 minutes to devote to make sure my meals are put together on training days. On non-training days, I can put 45 minutes towards recovery and 45 minutes towards nutrition or an hour towards nutrition and 30 minutes towards recovery. Therefore, each is touched upon on each day. If you choose to put a walk in on a recovery day, that can kind of, you know, you can kind of call it training, but not really, you know, for some it is, but you get the picture. So in a training, in a training day, and I have 90 minutes I go 45 minutes of training, 15 minutes of recovery, and 30 minutes on my nutrition. And on a non-training day, I can go an hour towards my nutrition and 30 minutes towards recovery or 45-45. But I work within the 90 minutes a day that I've given myself. And if you say, hey, I only have 45 minutes a day, then you take a look at that and go, all right, I'm going to put... 30 minutes towards working out, 10 minutes towards uh, nutrition, and 5 minutes towards recovery. And on a non-training day, maybe I'll put 30 minutes towards nutrition and 15 minutes towards recovery. It can still get done because you're optimizing what you have and optimizing what you have more consistently and more frequently, and stringing days together will lead to the victories. Plus, you're touching all three components of the triangle. It is when you're not touching a component of the triangle that everything begins to lead to less optimal results. And then if you're only touching one component of the triangle, it gets even worse. And this is what I see. People all in on nutrition, but training suffers. People all in on training, but nutrition suffers. People all in on recovery, but they're not really training. But ultimately, all three need to make sense. All three have to have a place. And here's what I also have learned. As you put effort in consistently to each of the components within the framework that you have available for you, and you start to get results, results open up more time. See, when something's working, we give it more time. But many of the individuals that I've come across over the years, and rightfully so in most cases, are tentative to give more time to something they're uncertain of. And so then they say, I'm giving all this time to training, but I'm not doing any more because I'm not seeing results. But they've left out nutrition and recovery. Or I'm giving all all this time to nutrition. And maybe you are giving time. That one's a slippery slope because... Uh, We often have kind of an egocentric bias towards it, and we think we did good in the day, but we didn't necessarily track at the level that we could have. But we give all this time towards nutrition, 
and we're not getting the results we want. So we give up on that. Then we just give time towards recovery mechanisms. But we call recovery sitting on the couch and watching back-to-back Netflix, which isn't disconnecting, which isn't helping yourself achieve that parasympathetic state. So this isn't a, hey, shame on you. This is an encouraging podcast to say, hey, maybe it's because all three components aren't understood at the level that they need to be understood. And secondarily, maybe it's because there hasn't been intentional practice towards. And maybe it's because we think that we have to put way more time towards something than it actually takes. Ask yourself this. Have you ever procrastinated something that you thought was going to be difficult that you felt like, man, I don't know. I don't have the time for it. This is going to take, you know, X amount of time. And then when you finally sat down to do it, you got it done in a very short period of time. It was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. That's the same with nutrition practice. Once you start to learn it, it doesn't take a lot of time. It's not nearly as hard as uh, it would be made out to be. Now, if you want to cook gourmet meals with, you know, six ingredients and you want to add rubs and, you know, cook all kind of, I mean, that can be get, get very difficult. But if you want to simplify nutrition to the things that work and get that in and save the gourmet meals for the weekend, it can be pretty quick. And recovery, like I said, five minutes of breathing goes a really long way. Five minutes of an intentional breath practice can go a really long way. Or maybe cutting back one thing of caffeine or waking up first thing in the morning and going outside and getting natural sunlight or cold water exposure at the beginning of the day. Or drinking 24 ounces of water, 16 to 24 ounces of water upon waking before you have your coffee. Hydrate before you caffeinate. All these things can be done. They are, you know, small changes. And those small changes can accumulate over time. And so ultimately, to just summarize, everything, every practice kind of, it comes down to training, nutrition, and recovery a triangular shape, and that triangle is strong when each side gets attention. And so if you can just take a look at how much time do I have allotted and divide that up to make sure that you're giving attention to each of the sides per day, I'm confident that you will see better gains moving forward. All right, that was heavy on my mind today something I was thinking about. As you know, on this podcast, when when I'm deep in thought and I want to share it with you, this is what I use. This is the this is the platform. If I'm not on my Instagram story, at, Co- at Coach Matthew Freeman, Matthew with one T, then I try to jump on here and share my thoughts. Sometimes I don't want to do a 14-minute story, right? So I jump on here. You're, you're kind of confined to the time that Instagram allows you to speak. So this is uh, where I kind of go a little more long form. Training, nutrition, recovery. Myself as a coach, over the years, I used to focus on the training and people wouldn't be ready when they came in. They wouldn't be recovered. So I have to change the plan that I had written for them because what I had written for them would have just crushed the nervous system. 
and say, hey, how come we're not going harder? And say, you don't have harder to give. And this is kind of how I expanded my coaching practice into more lifestyle development coaching. Say, hey, we got to take a look at kind of all aspects. When you come in here and you pay me for an hour, I want to give you all I got. But I only want to give you all I got if you have that to give back. And if you don't have that to give back, then it's irresponsible to just pound on the nervous system and the body. And that's kind of what led me to being more of a you know, personal development coach and trainer. I, I had this standard of say, hey, let's go for a walk. You don't have it today. That was important to me. And we'd go for a walk. And, and through that, we would open up about what, what reasons may have been interfering with them having it. And then we would try to tackle that stuff so that next time they came in the gym, we could tackle the big stuff or the stuff that we call training. Anyways, thank you guys for listening as always. I love y'all. Keeping me going, you know, a lot of times. Everyone that, every single one person that pushes play just keeps me going. Uh, Keeps me wanting to learn, keeps me wanting to teach. So thank you for being here and I look forward to talking to you again soon. All right, everybody, that concludes another show on the One Small Action Podcast. Again, I am your host, Matthew Freeman, and I really appreciate you having given me your most valuable commodity, and that is your time. If you did enjoy the show, I'm just going to remind you one more time, the way that you can help me out is to share the show, let others know about what you liked, let me know about what you liked, or you can head over to Apple iTunes and give me a review, a five-star review helps the show get seen. In 2022, my goal is to show up a little bit more often for you and provide a little bit more of that content that you've grown to love. So thank you again for joining in and until next time, have a wonderful day and remember, take one small action at a time and it will lead to extraordinary things.